cliffcentral.com. Hey, Sean. How's it, dude? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How's everything going? Good, man. Nice to see you. Always is. And uh, once more, a good week in crypto. I think we hit some new record highs on like Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, right? Yeah, know, we did. did. Bitcoin. <laughs> you saw some. Yeah, God, you, you see yeah, right? some Bitcoin. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just hit some record. I just hit some record highs. Yeah, no, constantly. <laughs> All right, so Sean, t- tell us, uh, tell us what's happening in the world of crypto this week, and we'll get to the specifics in a minute. But if you if you haven't met Sean before and you're new to the show, maybe you've uh, tuned in on, on YouTube for the first time today, then what you need to know is that Sean Sanders is the co-founder of Revix, and Revix allows you to effortlessly own a diversified portfolio of the world's top cryptocurrencies, which automatically stays up to date with the ever-changing market. You can find them on social media at Revix Invest. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can sign up de- today for free. So what's going on? So the all-time high was reached on Saturday. We got to $61,500 for the oh, first yeah? time ever. You saw uh, Bitcoin hit 920,000 Rand as well. Jesus. Unbelievable, right? It's crazy. So, so it's absolutely. I had to kind of pause there because it is. It's remarkable. I mean, you know, I spoke about Bitcoin hitting a million rand two years ago, and people laughed at me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think you've heard a lot of sort of crypto advocates, and you know, people always going, "Well, this is a fad, and this is you know going to go away." And I think we had a point now when you've got the likes of Tesla, MicroStrategy. I mean, hell, there's institutional players in South Africa, and this is the kind of exciting news. I can't say any names, but there's some pretty big players banks that you know, uh, other big financial Ooh, institutions, not really too a, many to pick up, you're to being, pick from. You're being uh, they're little, looking at this space. You're being a little bit cryptic there um, uh, and not crypto-ic. Um, so ah, yeah. so ah. this is this is happening, right? In the background, these people are starting to dip their toe and then eventually their foot and then their whole leg in. Completely. And you know what? It, stops, it starts as sort of a drip. That's, I think that's the best way to sort of describe it, right? I mean, any new technology... I mean, the internet, it started as something that was weird, clunky, people didn't know how to use it, it was mm-hmm. weird. Like, and I think that's the, app, the operative word, right? It's, it's a yeah. super weird space. I mean, people are like, what do you mean a blockchain? What do you mean cryptocurrency? And right. then all of a sudden it's like, oh, right, that's something that just becomes, you know, everyday jargon or everyday terms and whatnot. And then it becomes mainstream. And what you're seeing right now is this adoption that's just going off the charts, right? I think more and more people are buying their first Bitcoin. They're buying into Ethereum. They're understanding how the technology works. So, you know, when you deal with the internet, and this is the other thing that we get a lot, right? Is a lot of people come to us and they say, oh, I don't know how blockchain works. I don't know how crypto works. And therefore, I'm not going to invest. And I'm saying, well, you know, firstly, you obviously have to start investigating how it works. And if you ever want to invest, that's the first area. And then the second thing is, I'm pretty sure you don't know how banks work. I'm pretty sure you don't know how the internet works. I'm pretty sure you don't know how a lot of things work. So, mm. you know, like you have to start somewhere to like actually get into the technology. And the best way to start, like what we've said all along is, you know, put 500 Rand into this. You know, we've actually even lowered our investment minimums this last month to 150 Rand. If wow. you want to get started right now, you can go in and just try with 150 Rand. Um, it's really just, you know, it's obviously not a big bet or anything like that, but understand what's going on. Try like climb into this weird and wonderful world because in five years time, the world is going to be more digital. And, you know, when this hits, you know, five, 10, 15 million rand of Bitcoin, you know, will you be saying, oh, I'm going to start again. And I think that's sort of the yeah. positioning that we're in. Yeah. Well, I was joking earlier and I said that if you'd been listening to our show from the time when we started talking to you, Sean, um, you, you could have put some money in there and you would absolutely have, have doubled, perhaps even tripled your money by now. And certainly this is true. The further you go back, the more it's true. I mean, when we started Cliff Central seven years ago, you know, if you'd, if you'd been able to buy into the crypto market then, which we were talking about on our shows, you, you would have made a ton of money by now. 
Oh, yeah. Now, if you invested in our top 10 bundle when we launched Revex, hmm. if you put in $100, you'd be sitting with $10,270 right now. And <laughs> that's the sort wow. of growth. I mean, again, that's the opportunity with these new asset classes. Now, don't get me wrong. It's obviously risky, right? Hmm. I mean, let's just take a step back. Obviously, things fail. Like, this is not going to just sure. be a vertical lineup. And mm-hmm. this market can pull back 50%. Like, let's just acknowledge that. Cool. But, you know, do you see greater adoption going forward? Do you see younger people more interested in this than like maybe even like the likes of gold and whatnot? Yeah, like I do. And that's sort of our investment thesis here. Yeah. No, I think that that's a very good point. All right. So let's talk quickly about the, the world of crypto in three years time, because this is pure speculation, but there are some things that we can say for sure. And those things have to do with what you've already touched on the institutional investors. Um, the, the, the fact that this becomes a lot more ubiquitous across the board, that people start to actually use it for trading, that people start to use it in, in the platform, uh, sense for, for building blockchain applications. But what do we know about the next three years for sure? So there's so many different areas we can sort of get into here. I think the main area really is the banks are going to enter the space. They're entering the space in the US. They're entering the space in the EU. They are entering the space now. I guess the the UK isn't really part of the EU anymore, but the banks are moving it, right? There's money to be made. There's a new financial system being built. The banks are being left behind. So they're moving into the space really quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Banks in the US now are able to custody cryptocurrency. So Currently, you can actually go and deposit cryptocurrency at a bank and a bank, depending on obviously the bank, but they should be able to look after that for you. They should yeah. be able to provide deposit insurance. And that's really a big move. And that's sort of how this thing goes mainstream. Because the way that crypto is built is, remember, it's peer-to-peer, meaning that you don't actually need financial intermediaries, but you do need people that are able to look after their assets, right? You need people to look after your assets to be your custodian. Correct. And that's where the space is really going to go. Now, when it gets there you know, sort of the sky is the limit, right? And I know it's, again, it sounds really weird when people are like, oh, but then crypto takes over the world. No, I don't think that's the case. I think you've got fiat currencies, so dollars, rands, and everything else that exist alongside sort of digital currencies that are non-sovereign. So currently the rand belongs to the South African, you know, belongs to South Africa. The government, uh, the government's ability to actually deliver on promises sort of then backs the rand as well. I mean, Shocking. that confidence yeah. gets lost, the rand depreciates. <laughs> and when growth or GDP growth declines, the RAND appreciates as well. Uh, and then you are seeing sort of this move to non-sovereign digital currencies. Remember, a non-sovereign currency like crypto, like Bitcoin, as an example, has a hard cap. You've got 21 million Bitcoin in existence. There'll never be more. Uh, Litecoin's got a very similar sort of setup. So that's a very appealing characteristic uh, when you compare that to, you know, the central banks around the world now that are printing unlimited amounts of money, really. So I see a world where everything kind of coexists. The world of crypto is going to be more mainstream. It's going to be easier to use. You're not going to be using a public key. And again, this is jargon, but you're not going to be using a public key when you're making a transfer. You're going to be using something that's far easier for somebody to interact with. The wallets are not going to be as complicated as they are today. And I think, you know, again, I can get into a lot more detail, but in a nutshell, that's sort of where I see the world of crypto in three years' time. All right, let's talk quickly about a Revix-specific question that I got here from somebody. They want Gareth, to know... you're muted. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Gareth, stop sorry, being muted. Sorry, sorry, how, how very rude. Sean, I got a question from someone that's a little more Revix-specific, and it has to do with your rebalancing. Do you want to explain to me exactly what rebalancing is and, and how that works? Because for some of us, that's still something that's a little bit unclear. How do you do it? What's the, what's the thinking behind it? What's the science behind it? How do you guys determine how to rebalance a portfolio? Sure. So we've got algorithms that run every single month that automatically rebalance our bundles. Now, what this essentially means is that we'll take out cryptocurrencies that have declined in value and we'll include cryptocurrencies that have increased in value and moved either into the top 10 or moved out of the top 10. 
So if you look at the top 10, and I mean, this could be for any of our bundles. Remember, we've got two theme-based bundles, one focusing on payment-orientated cryptocurrencies that are sort of looking to become digital cash. Then you've got another bundle, which is a smart contract bundle, which looks at the likes of Ethereum, Cardano. So these are the cryptocurrencies that are sort of providing the blockchain infrastructure for other applications to be built on top of. Um, now, all of the bundles, and, and then we've got the top 10 bundle, which I've mentioned before as well. Uh, each of those bundles are rebalanced monthly. And if you look at maybe, let's say, the top 10 bundle right now, you've got the likes of Binance, Binance Coin, right. Cardano, Polkadot, Chainlink. I mean, those are cryptocurrencies that unless you're in the crypto world, you probably don't know too much about but they weren't in the top 20 last year, never mind the top 10. So this crypto world is really volatile. Things change quite quickly. Another thing to take note of is if you look at Bitcoin uh, sort of three or four years ago, it had between 80 to 90% of the entire cryptocurrency market value assigned just to Bitcoin. That's now come all the way down to about 58%. So over the long term, we believe at Revix that you're going to have other cryptocurrencies that start competing. And that could be the like. Ethereum, Cardano, it could be one of these other cryptocurrencies that really start competing with Bitcoin's dominance um, and take up a greater market share than that of Bitcoin. And that's really the big investment thesis here because each of our bundles are equally weighted. So what we do with the rebalance is, as I mentioned, we obviously remove certain cryptocurrencies, we include other cryptocurrencies so that you stay up to date with the market. Because if the market's moving and you stay, you're not holding the top cryptocurrencies, you could be holding the likes of, I don't know, let's say Bitcoin Cash SV, which has now gone out of the top 20. And you know, if you are holding a top 10 bundle from a year ago, you would have you know, lost a lot more than if your bundle was automatically updated. Okay. So what we did when we built our bundles, um, we essentially looked at what sort of combination of rebalancing. So do, should we rebalance daily, weekly, monthly, yearly? And um, what combination of rebalancing produces the best returns in the world of crypto? Monthly rebalancing with an equally weighted portfolio, which overweights the smaller cryptocurrencies relative to a market-weighted bundle. That's the best performing bundle. And that's essentially what we built. Hmm. And these gainers and losers that change all the time, but you rebalance how often? We rebalance every single month. So I remember on a daily basis, you'll have some that increase. You yeah, know, sure. Yesterday, you had the likes of Cardano up about 20%, and you'll benefit from that for right. the month. But at the end of the month, we'll actually take profits on Cardano for you and move that into other cryptocurrencies that then haven't increased in value as much. Very, very nice. All right, this is terrific. Um, you can go and find out more by signing up at Revix for free. You just verify your ID and you could put in, as Sean says, as little as you like or as much as you like and start to, to have a dog in the fight, start to actually have some skin in the game. All of this is happening on Revix.com. Thank you, Sean. Nice to see you, dude. Great, guys. Thanks, Gareth. Cool. Have a good rest good. of the day. Talk to you soon. Awesome. Very, very good. Cliffcentral.com.